A table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Table of Fables. I am James Funnyhat, your fabulist. I have a very nice hat today. I'm not sure if it's a funny hat. It's a duck-billed platypus hat. And it looks like a regular hat, except it has a duck-billed platypus on it. I'm not sure if that's funny. It's a very nice hat. Well, thank you for tuning in today. This episode is supported by Olivia, who is from... Brooklyn, New York, but she's also from Malawi, and she's also from Toronto. She's from three places. Thank you very much, Olivia. It is also supported by Azan, who lives in Toronto. Azan tried to sit on the wall, but it didn't work. And as you probably know, rule number five of listening to the Table of Fables says that you're not allowed to sit on the wall. Well, Azan, maybe if you pushed the wall over, then that's okay if you sit on it. But then, of course, you can't sit on the floor because if you push the wall over, then that would make the floor vertical and that would be dangerous and it would not be safe to listen to a table of fables. Anyways, that might sound very complicated and maybe it's best to just not push the wall over or sit on the wall while you're listening to a table of fables. So thanks so much, Olivia and Azan, for supporting the show. Your support makes it possible for the stories to come when the story bell rings. So thank you. And thank you very much also for the very nice reviews that some of you have posted on Apple Podcast. Thank you very much. That also helps people like you to find the stories that you need to hear. Today there is a story about animals in the jungle. And it's sometimes fun to imagine what it would be like to be an animal. Maybe to imagine what it would be like to be a beautiful zebra, or a very fast cheetah, or a huge elephant, or a very strong bear, or a hawk that could soar through the sky, or a whale that could swim to the depths of the sea. 
It's very fun to imagine these things. But I was thinking that if I was an animal, I would probably really wish that I could be a human like me and like you. Because when you're an animal, you can only do what that animal does. If you are a raccoon, you can only do raccoon things. If you're a kangaroo, you can only do kangaroo hopping around things. But us, humans, we have lots of different things to do and lots of different ways to be humans. For animals, it always stays the same. If you went back in time 10,000 years ago and found a rhinoceros and brought that rhinoceros back into the future now, it would be able to do the same things that it did with its rhinoceros friends 10,000 years ago. Same with chimpanzees. Same with flamingos. Same with fish. Same with everything. But if you went back 10,000 years and you looked at how people were living and what they were doing and what they were saying, you wouldn't know what to do. You wouldn't know what language they were speaking. You wouldn't know what food they were eating. You wouldn't know what the rules were. And if you brought somebody from 10,000 years ago and put them right in the middle of your street, they would really have no idea what was going on here. Because they would see cars and they would think, wait a minute, there's no horse pulling that thing. And they would look up in the sky and see planes. And they would see these switches on the wall that could turn lights on. And they really wouldn't know what to do now. But for animals, it's always the same. And that's because for people, we can make our own rules. For animals, there's only the king of the jungle, the lion, the biggest and the strongest. But for humans, there's lots of ways to excel. That means do well. You can be, for example, a figure skater a math whiz, a carpenter, an SEO expert, a marketing consultant, a food stylist, an esthetician, a quality control manager, an artist, an archaeologist, a sculptor, a soccer coach, a professor, a teacher, a mechanic, a tour guide, a venture capitalist, a serial entrepreneur, a prime minister, a lawyer, a fitness consultant, even a fabulist. It's a huge list. So compare that to being a squirrel and all you get to be is a squirrel. So for us, it's a lot more complicated, but I think it's better because for animals, there's only one way to be the king and that is to be the biggest and strongest. But for us, there's lots of different ways that you can win a game because there's so many different games. And there are so many different ways that if you don't see something that you can be the best at and that you want to do, you can make up a new game, even if it doesn't exist yet. So, that's what the story is going to be about today. And we have some mail. And there's an email, and it's a question, and it goes like this. Dear James Funny Hat, What color is the story bell from Avery in Yellowknife. Wait a minute. 
Avery, you have asked me this question four times, and I keep telling you the story bell is black, Avery. Now please stop asking me what color the story bell is, Avery, in Yellowknife. There is another question, and this question is from Casper in Bonn. Casper writes, Hello, Mr. Funny Hat. In episode six, somebody called Jaden asked you to eat a jalapeno pepper and it was too spicy. I know a trick to eat them so they don't taste spicy. What you do is throw it up in the air, jump three times, and have a bite. It won't be spicy if you do that. Try it, James Funny Hat. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe I will try this. I've got a jalapeno pepper right here. And I'm going to throw it up. And now I'm going to jump up three times. One, two, three. And now... Well, I fell over a little bit there, uh, Casper. But I'll try that again. And I'll jump three times. One, two, three. Okay, and now I'm going to have a bite. And, wow, that's going to be amazing. It won't even be spicy. I think I'll have a big bite. Oh, Casper, this is really super spicy. I need water. I need water. I'm going to be right back. Okay, I'm back. That was really, really spicy. Oh. Dear Casper in Vaughn, that did not work, the trick of the jalapeno pepper. Okay, we better have a story. Take a deep breath in and out. And when you hear the ding, put your hands up. And when you don't hear the bell anymore, put your hands down. Here comes the bell. It's the story bell. As you most probably know already, the lion is known to be the king of the jungle. And what the lion does all day are four things. The lion roars. Roar. The lion hunts. The lion plays with its baby lion cubs. But most of all, what the lion does is sleep. Lions sleep for about 20 hours out of every day. And there are only 24 hours in a day, so that's almost the whole day. So there was Lion sleeping away as he always did. As peaceful as could be. But there came, walking by, an animal that hardly sleeps at all. An animal that is small, but just as loud as the lion. A jungle chicken. A jungle chicken 
is similar to a regular chicken, but also different. The jungle chicken is super loud, and also the jungle chicken can fly. Jungle chicken sleeps only four hours. Usually, when lion is awake, jungle chicken is sleeping. And so they hadn't actually ever seen each other before. But that day, the sun rose, and jungle chicken shouted out, as she always did, Lion woke up and stood up. Who woke me up? Who dares wake the king of the jungle? Jungle Chicken said, I'm, I, I'm sorry, boss. I, I, I didn't mean it. Don't wake me up again. You have angered the king. I, 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 I won't wake you up again. So Lion went back to sleep. And Jungle Chicken was as quiet as she possibly could be. But a mosquito flew by and went right up to Jungle Chicken's beak. It startled the Jungle Chicken, and she blurted out, Lion woke up and stood up. Who woke me this time? You again? I'm, 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 I'm sorry. It was the, it was a mosquito's fault. Next time you wake me up, I'll eat you for a snack. I, I'm, I'm sorry, boss. I, I won't wake you up again. So the jungle chicken made sure she was very, very quiet, as quiet as possible. A big wind blew by. And the jungle chicken got startled and screamed. Lion stood up and grabbed the jungle chicken. You have woken me up for the last time. And now the king shall eat you. Please, please don't eat me, your majesty. Please don't eat me. I'll help you one day. You? Help me? A chicken? Help a lion? A tiny, puny little yellow bird help the king of the jungle? Lion laughed and laughed his royal laugh, and then said, Ah, ha, 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 oh, ha, ha. But because you have made me laugh, Jungle Chicken, I will let you go. But don't ever come back. Thank you, Your Majesty. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I won't forget. I will help you one day. I will help you. And so the Jungle Chicken flew off. The lion went back to sleep. And to make up for the time that he wasted, Slept all through the night, through the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. For four days the lion slept, until he woke up one morning, and it was a beautiful sunny day. 
And the lion woke up and said, What a beautiful day. What shall I do? Hmm, I think on this day, the king of the jungle shall stop and smell the flowers. And so the king of the jungle, the lion, went over to a blue flower and sniffed it. That one smells splendid. And then to a yellow one. Marvelous. A purple one. Delectable. And he kept smelling flower after flower until he came to a big, puffy, white flower. This one smells the best of all. So he sniffed and sniffed and sniffed and then the flower got sucked up his nose. The whole big puffy white flower got sucked up his left nostril like a vacuum cleaner because he sniffed so hard. Now, Lion tried to roar, and it sounded like this. Roar! Roar! I am the king of the jungle. Roar! I am the king of the jungle. Roar! I am the king of the jungle. All the animals laughed at his new roar. And they did not treat him like a king anymore. So he wandered through the jungle, and eventually he found Tiger. When he found Tiger, Tiger said, Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm not good. I've got a flower stuck in my nose. Well, I can help you with that, said the Tiger. And Tiger, with his sharp claws, walked up to Lion and scratched his nose. but could not get the flower out. It's not working, Tiger. Sorry, buddy. I thought I could get it out, but I can't. Tiger went back and sat down under a tree, and Lion continued to wander. After a time, he saw Zebra. Zebra said, How are you, Lion? Lion said, I'm not too good. I've got a flower stuck on my nose. Zebra said, I can help you with that. And so, Zebra walked up to Lion, and then Zebra turned her back hoof to Lion, and Zebra kicked Lion right in the nose. Lion's head snapped back, but the flower did not get out of his nose. It's not working, Zebra. Sorry, Lion. Lion continued to walk through the jungle and eventually found... Monkey. How are you, Lion? I'm not good. I've got a flower stuck in my nose. <laughs> I can help you with that. Monkey 
walked up to Lion and with his long fingers tickled the lion all over. It's not working, monkey. <laughs> Sorry about that. And Monkey also could not get the flower out of the lion's nose. He continued to wander and found Rhinoceros. How are you? I'm not very good. I've got a flower stuck in my nose. I can help you with that. And Rhinoceros took a great big run and ran 50 miles an hour and put his horn right into Lion's nose. But that did not get the flower out either. And now Lion thought to himself, This flower might be stuck in my nose forever. My career as the king may be over. When there came a sound of something coming over the hill, it was flying in a heroic blaze of glory. Yes, it was the jungle chicken. Hey boss, how are you? Remember me? I'm not very good. I've got a flower stuck in my nose. I can help you with that. And so jungle chicken, with her small but sturdy beak, began to peck and peck at the flower that was lodged in the lion's left nostril. Peck did a 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 peck and jungle chicken pecked faster and faster and faster. Peck did a peck did a peck peck did a peck did a peck did a peck did a peck 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 soon a little bit of the flower got dislodged from the lion's left nostril. So jungle chicken pecked even faster. Peck did a peck did a peck did a peck did a peck and then there was a and there was a bloop 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 and the whole flower came dripping out of the lion's nostril along with lion boogies and lion roared Thank you, Jungle Chicken. I did not think that you could ever help me, but you have proven that you could. And so, Jungle Chicken learned that she could do something that no one else in the entire jungle could do. And maybe one day, you will find out what you can do that no one else in the entire world can do but you. It's the end of the story, and it's the end of the podcast. It's time to say... Thank you very much for coming to the Table of Fables. I am James Funnyhat. Thank you very much to Azan. Thank you very much to Olivia for supporting the show. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to support the show, go to my website, jamesfunnyhat.com to find out how. And we'll see you next time on the Table of Fables.